the volume. This sessions is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. They're America's number one sportsbook for a reason, y'all. It's so easy to use. It's safe and secure. That's one of the main things for me. I don't want any BS. I love that there's no BS with FanDuel. Plus, you get your winnings fast. Now winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. Plus, it's super fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. It's awesome. So if you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with the promo code Renee, that's R-E-N-E-E, so that they know that I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona 18887897777 or visit ccpg.org/chat for Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com/rg for Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania and Virginia 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY for New York Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 and 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Hey guys, welcome to the sessions. This is a very special episode for me. We've been able to have this woman on the show before. While she was Paige, she's always been Soraya to me, damn it. Um, She's truly one of my nearest and dearest friends. And to see... The entire journey of everything this woman has been on. I think that word like journey is so annoying, but you guys know what I mean. I mean, this chick has just, she says it in the episode, but like she's lived nine lives. She's like this, this cat with nine lives. The, uh, the crazy things that happened to her, the crazy things she's been through, the life that this chick has lived. And this is like funny too, because I mean, she had such a tight, tight schedule while she was in Nashville. So we only really had like an hour from like her walking in the door to having to leave. Um, So this was one of those episodes where I feel like we should have just had the mic on for like three hours and just shot the shit because there's so much stuff to get to with her. It's funny because this is the second time I've had her on. I'm still like, I still feel like there's stuff we didn't get to. So I don't know, maybe there's a part three, four, five, ten, who knows? Uh, Because crazy things just keep happening to this woman. And now like this really exciting time for her just like what life looks like for her on this on the outside of WWE she's not been active on television for quite some time now but it's still been under contract for so long and now uh, the world really is her oyster she's so immensely talented and charismatic and charming and all of those awesome words so I'm like legit very very pumped to see what the world offers up to this woman and the things that she kind of tracks down and makes happen for herself because it will happen Something really, really great. Uh, There's really no way around it. You know, there's like some people that you're just like, you know, like, oh, I mean, obviously you're going to always be like mega, mega successful. That's this chick. Anyways, let's get into it. This is part two with Soraya. Just say Soraya. So I know you've obviously been saying that on Twitch and everything, but now it's like the official, official it's out there. That's it. Dude, do you know what's really weird is that Lizzie and I were just in the Mali the other day. 
because uh, I was trying to find a new Dyson Hadrax. My boyfriend thinks he needs it for tomorrow to have a good blowout, I guess. Wait, are we talking the air wrap here? The blowout one where it's like you put the, the thing. I think that's not the like air a, wrap. Not the actual wrap where it curls it, but okay. like the, where it like, you know, gives, gives it a, a little, little volume. Yeah, a little I just started up. using one of those and let me tell you, I think Ronnie's right. He does need it on tour because I use one every don't day. Don't encourage him. I was like, I need my blow dryer. Yeah. He's like, no, you don't. Mine's, my hair's more important. But I was like, all right. Even though I bought him one for <laughs> Christmas, I literally bought him one for Christmas and he was just like, I'm never going to need this. Like, I'm, I'm a dude. I'm he blow dries his hair. Good for him. Oh, he loves it. He likes to take care of himself. I love Get it. that flow but, out there. We were at the uh, we were at the mall, and then someone was like Soraya, and I'm like, and I, I'm so used to people calling me Paige that I thought, yeah. do I know this person personally? So I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, I'm sorry, do like, do I know you from yeah. somewhere? Yeah. And he was just like, no, can I have a picture? And I'm like, oh, you're a fan. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. So when he when, uh, but I like try to play off because I felt really stupid that I was like, do I know you? Like you know, so I was just like, you just have like a really familiar face. Like I don't know what it is. It's just your face is very familiar. And I'm like, nice to meet you, though. I just like, I just like, I was very like startled. I was just like, Soraya. That happened. So yesterday, I was at the signing, and I wrapped up doing the interview with Brian. I walk out, and there's this like flaming redhead dude at the bar getting a beer. He turns and goes, Renee. I thought it was Heath. It looked oh, like no. Heath with yeah. his, with like a mustache. Yeah. So I like I was like, oh my god, hi! And I was like, are you guys having fun this weekend? <laughs> like, <laughs> when I realized it wasn't him, a conversation. and that it was a fan, that I was like, oh, I thought you were a friend of yeah. mine. I did not tell him that, but yeah, like Heath, gave though. me pause. Just like Heath, what's up, buddy? <laughs> I was like seconds away from like embracing this man. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, he was like a chubby mustachioed Heath. Oh, it was you were going to say, yeah, he was like this this chubby redhead. So I was just like, must be Heath, right? <laughs> no, 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 He's just no. like watching this back, like one tear oh rolling down God. his face. He's like, what? Um, okay, so you're with your name. How hard is it? Or like, what? what is it like going through? Like being Paige for so long, the branding of that, the logo of that, all of those things to to like really getting people on the like, it's Soraya. I've never been called Soraya in my, in my wrestling career because yeah. even before that, my dad named me Brittany and I don't even get me started with that name, dude. It's <laughs> so awful. But that's that was my name. And then it obviously got switched to Paige. Like, I picked that name, first of all. Mm-hmm. So, WWE, you should let me keep it since I'm the one who came up with this bad boy. But right? Anyway. Again, the things that you get in the divorce. I know, exactly. I'm like, fine. It should have been like a Tina Turner thing. I'm like, I get to keep the name, keep everything else. Yes. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it's like it's really strange. So I started getting people used to call me Saraya on Twitch anyway because I wanted to branch out mm-hmm. more as Saraya than just be known as Paige the wrestler. So I wanted to start building my brand and stuff like that anyway. So Twitch was already used to call me Raya, Ray, whatever. But um, just it's so weird just having people on the street call me. It's like fine on the internet, and then when you sure. see someone in person, you're just like, ugh, like it gives yeah, me the creeps, my like, government name. How Jesus. dare you? That is my birth name. What's happening over uh, here? Yeah, my, my mom, you know successfully found that name through an acid trip. <laughs> so I'm I, like, I, I know you've told the story, but you can elaborate on it here. Just I love to, telling the story. I'll tell it all the time. So yeah, everyone's always just us. like, Soraya, like, that's so exotic. Like, where did you get that from? And I'm just like, oh, man, really good story. So my mom was tripping on acid at a Slayer <laughs> concert, and she misheard Slayer for Soraya, and that's how I got my name. But the lead singer's last name is also Araya, so I'm just like, oh. that's probably how you got confused. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, a lot of things could probably happen in an acid trip, and it all kind of blends into one. And yeah, that's now the one here. good thing, though. There you go. Look at me. <laughs> and now Twinkle she's here. Eye. How are you feeling right now? To be like, what, a decade with WWE? Yeah, dude. 
to me. You were such a baby being signed there. You were 18? Yeah, I'm about to be freaking 30, dude. Yeah, you are. In like a couple of weeks. I know. Dude, it's really weird. But yeah, to be with WWE from being a child, growing up in that business, that's all you've really known for the last however long. And now you're not doing that. How are we feeling? Honestly, like they told me, obviously Johnny had called me and was just like, it was really chill. Like we left on like, we parted on good times, Mm -hmm. which is really good. Because, you know, a lot of people get bitter or whatever, but I'm just like, I'm really appreciative with the, with the journey I had, dude, because I wouldn't be where I am without them, so yeah. I'm really thankful. But I was a little nervous, too, because I feel like yeah. once you leave WWE, you just, you don't have, like, that check every week, so you're like, well, now I have right? to work. Like, I, I like sitting at home just getting a paycheck, <laughs> thank you very much. I saw a meme um, that was, like, somebody being like, how do I make money? And then tears, I have to work. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, That's shit. All like, right. Oh, look, now I have to, like, socialize. And I've, I've had, like, years now of like not doing signings because WWE yeah. didn't use me so then like having my first signing this weekend for Starcast I had like so much anxiety I had to bring my emotional support human Lizzie with me <laughs> I was like I need someone you can take like Benny a- with you if you want he's alright please I wish I could bring like a lobster yeah that would be a dream but he's a pit bull and people are just so mad about pit bulls yeah, for some pe- reason but, um, but yeah like it's, it's like I had a lot of anxiety I'm just like like, and then I land, there's fans in the freaking airport as soon as we land. Mm-hmm. And they're all like really sweet, but I'm I'm not used to seeing fans. In it's a trip when like, you're not used to that. You're yeah. like, whoa, I you're wasn't like, ready for that coming off the plane. Yeah, dude. You get so used to it with WWE, just constantly seeing mm-hmm. them all the time. And then you have COVID hit and then not being used. And yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, bam, there's just people everywhere. You get to the hotel, there's fans there. Yeah. And like wrestlers too. And you're like, God, I like have to speak to all these yeah, people. Yeah, I, I was at TV hotel the other day and same thing. I was like, oh yeah, God, I forgot what this is like. Yeah. I feel like it used to be a lot crazier. Yeah, I have to go to TV hotel later to do this other interview thing. Either. Get ready. Hopefully they've all, like everyone's like dispersed. Oh, actually, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because SummerSlam was yesterday. It might not be too, too bad. Yeah. And it's a Sunday. Everyone go home. Yeah, go take a hike. Go home. Fight fans, come out swinging with a no-sweat first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers get up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code Renee. Bet on who will win, knockouts, when the fight will end, and so much more. So guys, if you haven't tried FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. Join now with promo code Renee to get a no-sweat first bet. That's up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, 21 in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 for Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT for Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369 for New York. The TN Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 for Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Okay, so now there's like this freedom. What are you going to do with it? Man. <laughs> like, I know it's like a loaded of question of like, yeah, like there is, I mean, obviously there's a ton of opportunities. I've said it yeah. a million different times, a million different ways that you're so talented 
You're a very special person. I know it's like, is it awkward saying that to someone's face? Um, Dude, I'm so awkward with compliments anyway. I'm just like, oh my God, thank you. And shut up, like, I am not. Dying. I'm like, oh my God, you better stop it right now. Um, but it's like finding what that thing is. And it's such a, it's so weird, I think, coming from like the wrestling world, being known as being a wrestler. You have a, a movie made about you. Oh, it's like, there's all of these things. It's like, now, what do we do with this to like find the next thing? We're like, right now, we're going to be, we're putting a book together, so I'm yes. really excited about that. I haven't told anyone about the book yet, but it, well, Did I plant the seed of the book? Maybe. Maybe. You could have. Like, I, I feel I've, like you have so many stories to tell. Dude, I'm like a cat. I have nine lives. Because, like, I mean, a lot of people haven't been through what I've what I've been through, dude. Yeah, and it's I know. It's freaking crazy. And, like, I try, like, uh, people who don't know me, if I tell them, like, even, like, parts a of, snippet. like, yeah, they're just like, are you Okay. Like, I'm like, I don't think so, bro. Um, I was We're like, holding on. Yeah. I'm like, by a thread, dude. But yeah, I'm like, now I'm like, I'm glad I went through all that early because imagine yeah. having like a midlife crisis. Oh my, I, I guess that's around the corner soon anyway. Let's see how that Maybe goes. you dodge it because you did. I mean, you went through so much stuff so early. Yeah. I mean, even when you think about being as young as you were moving to a brand new country, away from your family, figuring your shit out, like that alone rocks people's worlds. Yeah. What was that even like? Like getting your own apartment for the first time? And you're really close with your oh, family yeah. too. So it's not like you're like deuces. Like you yeah. guys are all really tight. Well, actually when I did live that, I was already fiercely independent anyway. So like my mom and dad had a pub and I lived above the pub by myself. <laughs> oh my so I just like I loved I, I loved being by myself and I would always travel by myself. Yeah. But it's different traveling and then getting to come back home rather than moving to a completely Have different your mom's country. meals. Yeah, exactly. Like, Dude, yeah. It is so bizarre. So when I first came over here, I was so scared, but I was also really young and I didn't know anything about like uh rent as insurance. Mm. I didn't know how to get my social security, even oh though I my God. Up a bank account. Because when WWE signed you back then, it was like, okay, we signed you, you know, we got the visa, now... Go do all America. the other things. Yeah, and now you have to figure everything oh, out. Oh, yeah. I like, cried outside of so many government buildings. Oh, God. It's so intimidating, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, what do we do? And luckily, this woman called Lexi Five, she is uh, the promoter for Shine, and, and she works in Shimmer and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Luckily, I knew her from doing the indies and stuff, so she was like, you can come to my house for like two weeks, and I was just like... Oh my God, thank you so much. And she took me around. She went and got everything for me. She was like, this is what you need. This is what you need. And I'm just like, thank God she's here. Because if I was by myself, I would I would have a mental breakdown. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. Because you, you're just so it's young. It's so you don't overwhelming. Know what, yeah, you don't learn these things. Especially yeah. come from England, a different country. This difference so different. Yeah. So yeah, and then I'm just like, wait, you have to use social security? Okay, like I can't get paid though until I get my social security. Yeah. So I had weeks of like not getting a check and then they were taking money out of my checks when I finally got it to replace the money for the visa too. Oh my so lord. So I'm just like, oh. And then, um, and also I had a friend from England, bless his heart, like his name was, uh, was he still alive? His name is Steve. And uh, he had, he had, uh, he inherited a bunch of money, right? So, like, I remember him being, like, if you need money to go to America, let me know. And he gave me, like, a $1,000, uh, I guess it would be dollars. Oh, that's so and sweet. My, my parents didn't have much, so I managed to save up, like, $200, like, 200 pounds. So it would be, like, $300 or something like that. Yeah. So, like, I had, like, a decent amount to go get some cheap furniture. Sure. And, like, get, like, go to Walmart and get, like, you know, some ramen noodles and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I managed to get through a couple of weeks and then, obviously, start getting the paycheck. But still, it's really scary. I'm just, like... I don't even have a car. I don't have a license. I tried to get my license twice before I got it. <laughs> okay, I, I took like some race car, dude. 
I said, someone, can I take your car to like to, to do this driving test? And she was like, of course. You know? <laughs> so I was like, great. And then I took it and I did the whole freaking thing, like passed the actual test. And then he was like, all right, can you please pull into the parking space? We'll go get your license. And I'm like, yes. And so I pulled in and I pressed the accelerator instead of the brake button. <laughs> I know. And like a person had to like jump out of the way. <laughs> And I'm just like, first of all, I feel like he's being dramatic, but like I end up hitting like <laughs> I end up hitting like this little pole too. So like the front of the car was like dented, and I was like, oh my god. And then I was, and then I like look over the guy. He's like, well, X. I can't like give you a license after you nearly just murdered somebody um, and crashed the car. So I was just like, yeah, fair, right. fair enough. So I get back, and then there's Bill Demar, and he's just like, did you pass? And I'm just like, no. And he gives it all fucking eye roll. What was your relationship it. like with Bill? Honestly, I wasn't a big fan of Bill. I was a huge fan of Dr. Tom. Like, when I first got there, it was Dr. Tom, Norman Smiley. Love Norman Smiley. Norman. I actually have a story of him, too, because when I first got there, I was, like, me and Evelise were, like, the only ones from, uh, like, the indies that Mm -hmm. had, like, previous wrestling experience, you know? And it was a very small group. Like, FC But W was really tiny, you guys. Like, it was... Really tiny, dusty old warehouse. Like, it was just like, this WWE, like, this is, like, so bizarre. <laughs> We've arrived. I was just like, really? Like, this is so crazy compared to NXT now. Like, yeah. You know, when Hunter took over and made it just like, this big special thing. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there was only a small group of us, like, five girls. But, like, when, it, when I got there, like, I felt like everyone kind of was, like, a little bit standoffish with me, which is absolutely fine. Like, I'm new. But I was young, so I just took it personally, of course. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I was really intimidated. And then uh, everyone was going, I was there for a couple of months, the mania sat come around, mania yeah. in Miami. And everyone got to go except for me at that time. And I what? was like, oh, well, I've only been here for a couple of months. I understand. But then Norman called me. And because uh, like a couple of days before I did like this wrestling match and I guess they were like impressed by me. And they, I've been there for a couple of months at this point already. So they got to know me a little bit more. Yeah. And Norman, bless his heart, he calls me and he was just like, I was at my apartment and he was just like, I just want to let you know that when you first came here, I thought you were going to think that your shit doesn't stink because of like being on the indies. He was just like, but I just want to say that you're a really good person. And he Aww. was just like, I, I misjudged you. And I was like, you misjudged Because Norman's so sweet. Yeah. You don't know that he's misjudged you in any way. You just think he's just an angel, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, Norman being like, who is this chick? Yeah, but Wait, he was, I was like, wrong. Yeah, but he was like so nice. So I never saw it from him. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm like, I guess you can hide it very well. or You just don't know how to be mean. Like, I don't know. But he was just like, I just want to let you know that you're going to go to WrestleMania. And I was just like, oh, that's mm. great. So this was like a huge moment. And it was just like really cool. So I love Norman. And then there's, yeah, Dr. Tom, Jerry Mercury, Steve Kern, and uh, Ricky Steamboat was oh, there Oh, yeah. Yep. He was there when I... First yeah. started going down there. Yeah. And then and Dusty, when, of course. What an angel he yes. was, huh? Total um, angel. Yeah, he was great. So when, like, you know, it kind of, like, got took over by Bill, it was just a whole shift in energy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was more like like a like a army boot camp or something like that. But it was more, like, less learning about wrestling and more just wanting to blow us up in the ring. Yeah. And then when Sarah came in, like, it was kind of like, we weren't, at that time, we weren't split up into groups of, like, experience. Mm. So I just had to keep taking these freaking arm drags over and over again. And then taking a bump and then doing these rolls. And I'm Front just rolls, like, baby. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this is so fucking brutal. I just want to learn new moves. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. learn to wrestle. I don't want to keep doing the same shit over and over again. I'm like, you know, I can help these girls out, whatever. But, like, I, I want to learn, too. But it was just, like, the same thing over and over again. Nothing new. Was there ever times that they were trying to change your style? Because your style was, like, pretty... And not, like, drastically different from everyone else's, but you had that, like, just, like, 
I had to turn no. it down a little bit and make it a little bit more girly. Like with Dr. Right. Tom again, he like let us do whatever and we were having like money in the bank matches and like he was letting us do German suplexes and he was just like, whatever you do, as long as you do it safely, like it's all good. And like he trusted us with it and we had so much fun. But then when Bill came along, it was just like, now, <laughs> you know, can't do that stuff. I have to do this. And it was just like, it was, it was annoying. And he wanted me to start wearing more color. No. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being so disappointed one day because we all got. I guess that's what we can see in the mo- in your movie, right? Was, like when yeah. it is that like. But it was the trainer that was telling me to yeah. do, wear more color. Mm-hmm. So like he was constantly saying how Summer Rae was like the perfect diva and stuff like that, you know. And he was like, Fucking everyone should Summer be more Rae. like Summer Rae. And I was just like, I was like, okay. But like the reason why I got signed is because of the way I look. Like not because I look like Summer, it's because I look like me, you know. Yeah. So it was a whole thing. And so. But he was like, you should try wearing more color. Anyway, so I remember there was a show in Tampa and like FCW got invited. So we all went and I wore a blue dress and I fucking hated it. But <laughs> I wore this blue dress because I wanted to like make Bill happy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought like, you know, okay, I look like a diva. I felt good about it at the time though. You know, I was just like, okay, I look like a diva. You know, I look more like Summer Rae. And then uh, we get back to, you know, the, the center at the time, like the, the day after or whatever. And he was just like... I just want to give a special shout out to someone that was really trying yesterday. He looks just like a diva. And then he said, Summer Ray. And I was just like, I was what? like, fuck's sake. Like, I was just like, fuck this. I was you just get like, it, Summer. Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with Summer. No, I know, I know. I yeah, love Summer. Like, Summer was like fantastic, right? She did. She looked the part and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was just like, if I was trying and it was yeah, just yeah. like fucking hitting a wall. You know what I mean? So yeah. in the end, I was just like, fuck this guy. Like, I'm not going to keep on trying to. Impressive, especially when Dusty was telling me the opposite. And I'd rather listen to Dusty Rhodes than a build them off. Sure, of course. So Dusty Rhodes was just like, no, baby, you're mysterious. (laughs) You know, and he was just like, my raven hair lady, you know, my porcelain princess. (laughs) So I was just like, you're right. He was just like, no, fuck them. You do you. And uh, he was like, he was telling me that's what makes me special and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I have that. But I got frustrated with Dusty at one point. I think I told you this story before. Yeah, we talked about that. I called him a motherfucker in the middle of promo class because he was just like, I need need you to be more mysterious and try and say less, but do more. And I was just like, like, so we're like, and those promo classes are really intense because everyone's watching you and like, you get kind of randomly called. Oh, you! Everyone's staring daggers through oh, you. Dusty like, loved to randomly call me up all the time, dude. Oh, like, you randomly like, called me up once, really. and I was like, "What? You're like, what am I doing here?" Yeah, it was. It's fucking brutal and it's yeah. intimidating and scary, but it makes you better. It really, does. sure, sure. But, uh, but fuck, I hate him for yeah, it. Being like doing a promo in front of like an audience versus like your peers. Exactly. Like, oh, like you know, you're getting judged thing. by these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been in your spot. I know yeah. exactly what you're thinking right now, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, I just, uh, I remember him being, like, telling me all this, all this stuff, and I just got so frustrated, and I just, like, had, like, kind of a creative blog, and I went up there, and I just did this stupid prayer, and it was bad. But, like, he doesn't care about embarrassing you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, so, he'll just be like, I ask you for chicken dinner, you give me chicken shit, like, that in front of everybody, and I was just like, fuck you, motherfucker, like, you know, <laughs> and I, like, walk off, and I stomp upstairs to, like, the locker room. Then he comes, like, shortly after, and he, like, knocks on the door. He's like, it's my porcelain princess in you. <laughs> and he was like, first of all, nobody calls me a motherfucker. And I was just like, you're right. I'm so sorry, Dusty. It's just like, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. And he was just like, you know, he was just like, you just have to give 100% all the time. Uh-huh. He was just like, you have to try every single day. Even if there's two people in the audience, you always 
give you, you know, 110%. But he's also like, I just want you to be, you know, he knew that I could be a star. Pushing, yeah. Yeah, and he was just like really, really pushing it, you know. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I just know you can be something special. He was just like, you just have to trust me and just, you know. Yeah. And he was just great. And like, The best. Yeah, man, the it best. was such a sad day when he passed away. Oh, my God. We were filming uh, for yeah. Total Divas. And we were, like, everyone just started crying. I was like, what happened? They were like, Dusty died. And I was like, no. Yeah. I was like, devastated. I remember, yeah, I was on a treadmill. I was, remember like being on a treadmill and getting like the text. And I was like, it's when moments like that happen, you can like remember exactly where yeah, you were. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So horrible. Love I'm, Dusty. I love, remember love Dusty. uh, Dusty's funeral. I was like, I couldn't bring, bring myself to. What is what? that? Is that a pterodactyl? What in the Nashville fucking creatures is going on out here? Get out of here, cicadas. Go back to hiding for seven years. Jesus. Fucking Jurassic. That was scary. I was like, oh my God, where's Chris Pratt? Yeah. Jurassic Park. Stay. Uh, um, yeah, with, with uh, Dusty's funeral, I was like, I, I don't know wherever I want to go because funerals are hard, right? Yeah. Especially in America. In England, everyone's just having a great time at a funeral. It's crazy. That to actually think sounds about. like a better way to do it because you should yeah. be celebrating the person, yeah, right? Like, Rather than you just like, like bury them or, you know, do your thing. And then you go have this wake, but it's literally just a huge fucking party and everyone's drinking, have a good time and like celebrating their life. But over here, it was more like mourning. Like it's really yeah. sad. Oh, very sad. Yeah. Sad event, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, I just remember being like, I don't know if I can handle going, especially at that age, you know. And, I just, and my dad, I remember him saying to me, he was just like, if you don't go, you'll. Credit. Sure. And I was just like, you're, you're so right. So I ended up going. Yeah. And there was a lot of people there. There was a lot, there of, people. A lot of people. Yeah. And it was just like hearing Cody talk about him. And oh, they yeah, just gave me goosebumps. Right? Ooh, yeah. Dude, he was like, he just did such a good, like, eulogy. Dude. I was My just whole like, body's covered in goosebumps. Yeah. Right now it was just that. really fucking beautiful because yeah. he brought up, like, the broken toys thing and Dusty used yes. that before. He was just like, I love my broken toys because he loves, like, putting them back together and, like, shining them up, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, this motherfucker is, like, crazy. <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just like, I'm glad I went. I yeah. couldn't stay till like, for the after thing, though. I was just like, I'll stay for this part and then I'll head home. Yeah, yeah, dusty. Um, okay, so you're on the road. You leave home, mm-hmm. join WWE. That's, like, one hardship enough of, yeah. like, being a young kid doing that thing. Then you're, like, called up to the main roster, win the title, have that monumental moment that we know, winning that title on, like, your debut with AJ Lee. Pressure is on. Everyone knows you've pretty much been anointed, like, the next star. What's Dude. that like, being in that position of being, like, still That's a lot of 21? pressure, too. Yeah, 21. 21. 21. And I just got, I had the NXT Women's Championship at the yes, time. So first had, NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, first champion. ever. With the NXT thing, I wasn't even supposed to be doing the match, right? So I just had this surgery. I had a dermoid cyst removed, right? And uh, I had, I have this big scar across my, you know. Me too. My gimmick From now. my baby. Yeah, mine's not from a baby. Mine's from, what, a demon child that was attached to my ovary. It had fucking hair and everything. It was the weirdest shit, it too. Did? I'm like, what in the fuck is this alien? I've yeah, dermoid cyst. I've heard of this. So you have them at birth. Like teeth and shit, yeah. right? You get them at birth, and I didn't, I didn't know that. And then it just, like, grew over time, and it was 10 centimeters by 6. So, like, I went there because, um, I think I went there because I found out I had scoliosis in my back because of Rob the Trainer. I, I didn't even know I had scoliosis, right? So, I went there, and then I had, like, this whole, like, full-body x-ray, you know, whatever. And then they saw, like, this mass, and I was just like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. So, then I go to, like, you know, uh, my gyno or whatever, and they're just like, oh, that's a dumb So, I had it removed, and then I had to have, like, a couple of weeks out of the ring. 
And I remember being like, oh my gosh, the pay-per-view's coming up. And it was the first ever pay-per-view to yeah. ever hit the mm-hmm. WWE Network. Yeah. We were the first women to be shown on there. And I was like, oh, fuck, well, I might not be able to do this, you know. And then literally on the day of the pay-per-view, like, um, Hannah was just like, do you think you're ready to have a match right now? And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. And he was Let's just go. like, he was like, I need to see you roll around and stuff like that. Like, we have to be safe, you know. And so I was doing my thing. And then... Um, and then the doctor came out and they were just like, all right, you're good to go. And I was like, oh, thank God. So I'm like, I get to have this match. And then, uh, you know, getting to be the champ at the same time was fucking insane. Huge. So you're just like big, big moves, right? And then doing the Divas Championship, dude, I was just like, because I already got told the day before. Everyone knows the story about Dwayne telling me. Yeah. And then getting to, you know, well, and it was intimidating, especially back then. The locker room was way more intimidating because it was way more, I feel like, cutthroat back then, too. It definitely was. Yeah. Everyone was super nice to me, of course, but it was just... There uh, was more generations almost as well where it was like, there was Vicky and Tamina, and then there's like AJ, Celeste, uh, the twins, obviously. um, Rosa, Foxy. Yeah. It was just like that generation of like, they've been through shit, too. They probably went through a lot more shit. So they were just like, you know... um, a little bit more garden, mm-hmm. you know. But they were all still super nice to me, for sure. But it was just, like, intimidating to go up there because I'm this fucking new girl, you know, that they all just did this match prior on WrestleMania where they all couldn't be AJ. So it was a little unfair that this girl's coming up and just doing it in, like, yeah. a couple of minutes. So I totally really get it. But it was, like, it was still... It, it was intimidating and scary, and I'm like, trust me, I, I'm in this position. Like, I, I'm n- n- never going to say no to it. Yeah, yeah I'd never course. be like, no, I don't want this championship. Not I'm my like, time yet. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah. So I was just like, uh, I just went, I just went with it. And AJ really like was really sweet to me. Yeah, like she re- she wanted to help me out in everything, promos, and like I didn't know whether I should go sit in the makeup chair because of oh. like etiquette, you know. And I'm like, the, like do I wait? the chaos of the makeup chair. Good God! Oh Luckily, it's politics. not like that now. No, it's not like that now. But the makeup chair back in the day. Oh my God! If it like it depended like the hierarchy and yes. who gets to be in the makeup chair first, and that's just like down from like again generations of just how it was. Again, not the same now. But. uh AJ was like, no, sit there. And Jan was the one who was the head makeup artist too. And I was about to sit in her chair, which she would make our makeup fucking look like Sally Jesse Raphael, dude. It was like fucking early 90s. I was just like, you girls are like fighting over this thing. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm just like Pete a little laughing at that. I'm just like, why is is this woman causing so much anarchy, right? (laughs) So I was just like... I was like, all right. And then like, she didn't even brush out my curls. And I was like, okay, we're just going to do this, all right? Whatever. I'm like, I don't know how to do hair and makeup, so this is the best it's going to get, I guess. <laughs> so, like, uh, I remember getting it done and then just being like, all right. And then I'm nervous because I haven't done this promo, and then Vince wants me to be more timid, and I'm like, that's not the character I was doing in NXT. Right. But um, he told me, I think it was um, maybe Road Dog or something like that, he was just like, he was like, he wants you to be like that now, but you can slowly change it. Sure. Don't worry. You know? Sure. So I was just like, you're right. So, or maybe Fit. It was one of them. But yeah, so we end up figuring it out. That was crazy. Everyone's you have crying. To like work straight away, dude. Like uh-huh. as soon as you get backstage, like all right, you need to go take pictures and you do interviews. You need to do this. You know? Yeah. So, and I'm like, all right. And then like I walk back and I just see Randy being like, "You beat her with a leg sweep." I was like, that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know the the move kind of like wasn't it wasn't the perfect you know it wasn't nailed perfectly, but that's why yeah. I kind of stopped using that move. Mm. Which because of Randy that moment, was like, "What's up with the leg sweep?" Well, no, because it wasn't taken perfectly. Mm. And like with that, 
and it wasn't just him who said it. I just remember that because it's the first thing he said when I come back and we were like laughing about it. But people were like tweeting at me about it. Like, did they? Should she just beat Adrian with leg sweep? But it's only because, uh, yeah, with that move, it has to be both of us figuring it out. Right. You know what I mean? Where yeah. like with all the other moves I was doing, I can just do it myself and it's going to look good. Unless... I do the rampage, and for some reason, they just want to roll over. That used to bother me so much. I'm like, how are you over there? Like, you're taking a DDT. Like, it's, But that was the only thing that used to bother me was, like, the rollover. But I would just tighten their head a little bit. and like, You're staying there. here. Yeah, Stay exactly. here. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's the reason why I got rid of it. People always ask me why, and I was just like, because I can't execute it perfectly if it's not, if it's not just it's me. It's not the right time. Okay, so spotlight is on you. Obviously, everything is great. Everyone in the company knows this is the star. We're putting the rocket on this chick's back, and this is the thing that we're doing. Great, great, great. Then you start. It was it. How long did it take until like party mode really started to kind of kick in for you? Within a year of that, actually, because like I hadn't really like got a lot of friends still at that point in Florida, and then you know I move into like this other apartment, and then there's like. A neighbor, Michelle, who I, I started talking to, and then she introduced me to friends, you know. Then I start making more friends in, in like, FCW. There's more girls that are coming in, and they're just like, we're going to go out. So I was like, okay, I'll go out with you, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you just make more friends and more friends, and then, like, eventually, like, I had, like, this ex-boyfriend that I ended up becoming friends with his friends, and, mm-hmm. and then I ended up being friends with him after, you know, that relationship. And so, like, it just, like, kind of started the ball rolling, like, right there, dude. Like, once you just start meeting people, and it's just the wrong group of people, too. Uh-huh. It's always like that. But I never really had a childhood or a teenagehood because, like, I was constantly wrestling and trying to get to WWE, and I wasn't partying or anything like that. And then my friends, like, the wrong friends were just, like, we, we started hanging around with, like, this guy that kind of, like, dealt coke and shit like that. Yeah. And so we constantly have some on him. Yeah. And so, like, uh, when we're playing, at first it was just like, oh, I just want to sober up so I can keep drinking. You know what I mean? So you take, yeah. like, a bump and a bump here and stuff like that. And then it ends up being just, like, a ton of it. And then you're just, like, up all night because you're too busy fucking. And I would get so paranoid. I remember this one time, dude. There was just, like, a bunch of us. And there was just coke on the table. And I was just, like, I didn't know this one girl. And I was so paranoid because I didn't want anyone to take pictures of me and stuff right, like that. Right. And I'm just, like... <gasps> And I was saying to, like, my friend uh, Joey, because Joey and Raquel, they're my friends, right? They're, yeah. they're part of the documentary, too. And they they were the ones that was always trying to deter me away from that and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, you leave me the fuck alone. But, um, and Joey would do it with me sometimes, Joey. Don't act like you're a fucking angel, right? <laughs> Joey, now. the buzz is coming. You're going Joey, under it, babe. Joey. He's the reason I got these tattoos. Fuck you, Joey. I love you, but fuck you. Um, <laughs> this is a mistake. Uh, but, yeah, we, like, uh, I, I just remember being, like, super fucking paranoid. I'm looking at this girl, and I'm just like, who the fuck is guy? And I'm like, my, I just remember my eyes being really wide and like I was constantly chewing my lips and stuff like that. Mm. And I was fucking sweating. And I'm just like, no, this girl's got a girl. This girl's got a fucking girl like that. And I was just like fucking losing it. So this girl, this poor girl who was just like chilling, <laughs> doesn't know who the fuck I am. She's just like, I'm like, what? Like, I'm just like, she come up from like fucking Fort Lauderdale or something like that. Like someone's girlfriend. And I was like, she needs to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so she ends up getting the boot so I can continue doing my drugs, you know. And then you get in like a like a, a like a relationship with not you know like the best influence of sure. all time and just sure. like not the healthiest situation to be in. Yeah. And then they're addicted to cocaine too, so it was just like a whole fucking spiral, dude. Were you? I can't like imagine a, now. It's fucking. Were you like gross. aware of the spiral that you were in when it was happening? Not at no, all. No, not at all. Because I just thought like I was having a good time and I was yeah. playing. I deserved to have a good time. Yeah. Like even on the road, like 
I would party. Well, I would ask you to go for drinks and shit like that. You know, I would constantly want to go out. Yeah. Like, and then as soon as I got home, I would want to go out and party because I just felt like I was working all the time and that I deserved to have a good time. Because mm-hmm. we were. We worked a lot. I remember being so exhausted. I was falling asleep in the fucking makeup chair and they were like holding my head up, you know, because yeah. I was just, I was worked a lot. So anytime I could, I was like, I need to go get a drink. I need to go do this. So, and then, you know, me and Foxy too, like she had her drinking issues and stuff like that. And me and her together isn't like the best, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm glad she's sober now though. Totally, totally. It's fucking awesome when, when you can do that. Yeah. Because it's a struggle. Certainly. It's a really big fucking struggle to stop doing it. But yeah. Yeah, like we, so we would constantly go out and then we end up in TMZ because we got in this fucking bar fight. It was a whole fucking Oh my thing. God, I forgot about yeah. that. I mean, you were kind of in the news a lot with things like that. It was awful. It was just like, I, like, I just fought at the time, just like, you know, like, yeah. And I'm like, that's not fucking cool, dude. Like, I fought, I was just living like, you know, I'm like the rock star of WWE. You know, uh-huh. like, I felt cool, but like, yeah. it's not cool at all. It's not, it's not fucking cool. And I'm so embarrassed by it. Like, I'll look back on Total Divas, dude. I'm like, I wish I didn't do half the stuff I did on yeah. Total Divas. Like, yeah. I wish I didn't, like, party as much. I wish I didn't do... But, you know... That was that time, though. It really was, was that... And also, like, in that moment, you're, like, booked and busy with all yeah. the things with WWE. Then you're, like, this reality television star. You've got cameras on you all the time. Like, no one's telling you no. Yeah. Because, A, they want the good footage. They want it to be entertaining. They want all those things. Oh, but totally also, like, would, everyone's like, trying to keep you happy. Of alcohol, too, dude. Oh, my God. Here's some champagne. Who wants yeah. some champagne? Yeah. Get, get some more to the pull page and have a drink and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I, I would have a whiskey whiskey, dude, because, like, it would just be a splash of Coke, you know? You and that whiskey. Dude. Oh, my yeah. God. Absolute fucking nightmare. But. So, what, like, from a work standpoint, how is your work starting to suffer from all that stuff? So I was getting lazier in the ring, I felt like, because I was constantly just, like, tired, and, like, I just felt like the storylines I was in wasn't really going anywhere anyway, and then you'd be put on just, like, main event or something like that. So I just, like, and I remember them pulling me aside at one point, and they were just like, you're not being you. You need to step it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not showing me what you can do out there. You're just doing the same thing. And I was. I was doing you the same thing. You started to disengage a lot, too. Like, yeah. you could see that you were not... You were a very social person at yeah. those times, and I'm like, oh, what's happening right yeah. now? You were, like, not that. I wasn't cool to be around, you know what I mean? Like, you, you're just, like, you have a good time, and then, like, I don't know, just me, like, outside of drinking and stuff like that, at that time, I just, I, like, it wasn't fun to be around. Yeah. Like, and that and is, is what it is, but... Um, but yeah, I still, back then I didn't realize, I just felt, oh, they're just being like hot on me for no reason. You know what I mean? Right, I was right. just like, I just couldn't take, I couldn't like, everyone lighten up. blame myself for a second to be like, right, like chill out for a second. I'm just like, I just don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, this is crazy, like whatever, you know. And so what is the timeline of you being in that kind of spiral and then all the videos and photos oh come God, out. Yeah, I think it was 2015. Where were you when you realized that happened? I was in San Antonio. Okay. And it was just the most awful moment of my life. How just, did you, someone text you first? Or you like saw it? Like how, what happened? No, so the person that I was with at the time showed me a picture on Twitter. And then I was just like, I was oh just God. like, oh my God. And I like, she was just like, oh. And I was like, is that real? Like, I, I couldn't believe it was real at first. Because I was, like, fucking 19, dude. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And I was, like, completely fucking mortified. And I ran out the house. I, like, ran. And I just kept fucking running, dude. And I remember oh getting to, like, God, a That makes me, like, it's so sad. It's, like, it's awful. scary. You're, you're terrified. Dude, awful. And I remember uh, I was, like, inside a fucking bush outside of Walmart. 
and I'll always remember this. I was literally fucking just sitting in this bush because I was just like, if people recognize me, they're gonna know. And I'm just like, I'm so. I never wish that upon anyone because that's the most vulnerable part of you. It's just like yeah. on the internet. So I felt so stupid to have trusted this person. You know what I mean? At the time, yeah. like I felt like, oh my god. Like I mean, I've never done it since. Like that was a fucking lesson I learned. Sure. But like, and I'll never be catch dead doing anything like that again. But yeah. like. I was felt so fucking stupid and I felt so embarrassed and I was already like fucking cokehead at this time and loved to drink and shit like that. So I was like feeling like, and that really fucking got me at rock bottom where I just like was, I didn't want to be alive anymore, dude. It yeah. was fucking awful. I just was so fucking sad. And I remember uh, being like, if my dad is disappointed with me, I don't think I could be here anymore. It got to that point. And yeah. I was like inside this bush and I just like remember being like, okay, I'm going to try and call my dad right now. And like, I was just like crying my eyes out and I was like, I'm so sorry. I was just like, I'm so sorry. And then my dad was like, what are you sorry for? Yeah. And I was just, just like, I don't know. I just don't want to disappoint you. Who's just like, are you kidding me? That shit made Kim Kardashian famous and he tried to like make a joke. And I was like, what? And he was just like, who cares? You had sex. Everyone's done it. Unfortunately, yeah. you're just in the public eye, right? Yeah. So he was yeah. just like, it is what it is. He was just like, you gotta suck it up. It fucking is gonna hurt for a little bit. People are gonna make fun of you forever. Yeah. He was like, but I just want you to know that I'm still proud of you and I'm not disappointed, right? He instantly changed, you know, the way I was feeling because I was very down, dude. Like I was it was I, yeah. bad. Like I was yeah. like ready to fucking end it all like it was just the most mortifying experience then I called my brother Roy he was kind of like a second dad to me too and they all kind of had the same reaction so I'm like okay well if my family are okay with me like I'll be okay right and then like you know I was fucking bullied relentlessly on the yeah, fucking internet like I just like was they just they still to this day do it but at this point you're just like are you still making jokes about totally. it dude you're yeah. a fucking loser Guys, at this point on. you're a creep yeah dude. like it's go find weird. a new one get out of here right and I'm just like, people aren't laughing with you anymore. They're laughing, like, at you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then I was like, WWE called me, too. I spoke on the phone with Mark Carano. I was like, I'm going to lose my fucking job. Like, this is it, too. And then they called me, and they were just like, listen. They were like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And, like, you know, and we're just... They, that's why I will never talk shit about them. At least publicly, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I never talk shit But in about the group them. chat. Yeah. <laughs> in the group chat, you're in trouble. Um, but, yeah, like... Uh, they were just so supportive and they were just like, we'll get through it and like, we'll try and get as much off the internet as possible, which as soon as it's on there, there's no way you can get it off. Like people have screenshot <laughs> yeah. it, screen recorded it. It spreads like it's wildfire. Like, yeah. It's everywhere. The only thing I don't like about it, and it's like annoying that I'm even like, uh, I'm even going to bring it up, but I hate that they send it to my family all the time to get at them. Yeah. That's what they'll do at this point. Even yeah. to my boyfriend, like he'll, he'll yeah. get it sent to him because there's just fans that just don't want to see or him or whatever happy yeah. or you know and they'll send it to anyone that's close to me being like mm, this is your girlfriend or this is your yeah. door and shit like that yeah. and I'm just like who cares do what you're fucking virgin bro like yeah. it, like it happens get out of here yeah but um uh, yeah so at this point I'm just like get the fuck over it. but yeah at that point it was not like that and I yeah I got bullied relentlessly and it was just fucking awful and then the bullying was starting to get me crazy to the point you know I started like I was Fucking cutting me to do. I never thought I'd be a cutter, right? But yeah. I, I did, and, and it's fucking awful. And I wish, I wish I hadn't done it because it's not, it's not fun. It's not. That was just because you were like depressed and like needed. It's some weird how you feel. I, like... I was like, I don't understand how people can do that, right? Yeah. But, like once you get to that point, like 
Like nothing, like that you're just not thinking clearly at all. I think there was also just like all of the layers that we just spoke about right, too. Yeah. That it's like all of I was those at rock things and leading up to that. And then since I was at Rock Bottom too, talking about Rock Bottom, like uh, the, the the movie, was the production was going to get put on hold because they just didn't know what the fuck was going to happen to me. They thought yeah. I was like going to spiral so much I was going to fucking die, dude. Yeah. And um, luckily I just like kind of woke up one day because I like, it's really weird and quick how this happens, you know? But, like, I was in the grocery store and I was getting more liquor, you know. And there was, like, this little fan. And, I, dude, I had this massive dreadlock on the back of my head, too, because I hadn't had my hair done in so long. And, like, the glue, the, it was a massive dreadlock. I had it cut out. It was that bad. And uh, I was so embarrassed to go to, like, the hairdresser. But, like, Wayne was fantastic. He was like, oh, I got you. And you just, you know. Like, that's how I ended up, like, oh, with the Bob. Yeah, the Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Love the Bob. Of, I was a big fan of the Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Love a good Bob, right? So, um. This little girl comes running up to me and just being like, Paige, oh my God, it's Paige, you know? And then I was just like, hey, and I looked just awful. But she didn't think I looked awful. She just think mm-hmm. I was this fucking Wonder Woman that she yeah. saw on TV that she doesn't have any idea what's happening to the internet because back then TikTok wasn't even around, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, uh, I'm sure if TikTok was around then, there'd be a numerous fucking viral <laughs> videos on me back then. But, but yeah, she just looked at me like I was this fucking like just superhuman dude. And I, I just like... I just remember feeling like I was letting her down and I was letting myself down because I was just like, I need to ha- tell that story where you can overcome dumb shit like this. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just like, she motivated me. And I just like, I remember her mom looking at me like, I look like just fucking awful. <laughs> and uh, she was just like, uh, even the mom was just like, maybe we shouldn't get a picture, but we're like, thank you so much, you know, and just like kind of like led her away. But yeah. I remember just being like, all right. It was like, it was literally like a fucking movie. You're just like, I just can't do this anymore. And, um, my friend Matt, actually, who's here right now, he kind of, like, helped me... Shout out to Matt. Get out of San Antonio, too, and just kind yeah. of, like, get my shit together, and, and I, I end up moving in with Jerry and Raquel. Like, I didn't yeah. even have a house, you know? I moved. You moved back to... Was that in Orlando? Florida, you went yeah, back to, in Orlando. Yeah. And yeah. WWE would just, like, come back here. Well, that was definitely a big thing, too. Like, I remember, because you obviously were not on the road at that time, and yeah. just having conversations with our friends. Like, me and Skinny Nikki would just check in, be like, have you talked to her? Have you seen her? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, Nikki, like, who's just texting me a couple of days ago. Love Skinny yeah. Nikki. One of my favorite human beings. Yeah. But there was a lot of, like, talk of, like, is she okay? What's yeah. going on? When's she going to come back? Yeah, just people, like, worried and concerned about what you were going to do. And trying to get you in a better situation. Yeah, dude, they really tried. They even brought me out to um, Connecticut at one point just to be like, do you need help? Like, is there something? And I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I remember going to like one show and it was in Tampa again too. Yeah, I remember that. And I was at my skinniest. Yes. I just looked awful. Yeah. And I remember going to the trainer and they were just like, all right, like push up against the wall like this so they can see like my neck and stuff like that. But they were just like, you look so frail. Like, why are you so skinny? I got really small. Yeah. I was like 115 pounds or whatever. Woo! And now I like, I ended up go, like going up to 155 when I yeah. started like coming back because I just wanted to eat McDonald's and just eat whatever I wanted. You know, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't eating a lot with all that, all that cocaine in my system, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I got, I got really, really small. And for my height, that's really small too. Yeah, like, you're tall. Yeah. Like, Deceivingly tall. Yeah, yeah. I'm 5'8. Yeah, she's. Five eight. Um, right. So, uh, and then these bad boys too. I hope I don't have anything <laughs> on the bottom of my shoe, but. Uh, yeah, so they were like, that's when they flew me into Connecticut after they saw me and was just like, do you need help? And I was like, I'm yeah. good. And then I called them and I remember calling Mark and I was just like, okay, like I just, I just want to come back. And he was like, you got it. And they like booked my flight and stuff like that. And, uh, and, um, yeah, I ended up flying back, moving in with my friends and then going to the performance center and everyone who saw me was just like, 
my God, like you're alive. And they would give me like the biggest hugs and stuff like that. And then, dude, when I came up the first time, I remember seeing Mark first and then you. But I couldn't even come inside. My whole body was shaking, right? Because I had so much anxiety and I just was just like, I'm so embarrassed because of these tapes. And then because I made a fool of myself with the drugs and being on the internet, you know. It was just, yeah. it was just awful. And I just thought everyone was going to hate me. It was yeah. just, I was, dude, my whole body, I just will not forget it. Like, I it remember that too. I remember us talking shaking. about it because you were, did you, I think you were like, you were getting ready to do a promo or something, right? Or well, were the you first just, day just they like, didn't do anything. They just wanted to see how I was that yeah. first day. So yeah. I was like fucking like freaking out, shaking. Mark came outside and met me, bless his heart. Uh-huh. And then kind of like walked me through. And then he's like trying to calm me down. Like he has his arm around me being like, it's going to be okay. Like you're fine. Uh-huh. Like no one here hates you. Like yeah. people are just happy that you're alive. Right. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like having like this freaking meltdown. And then I get to like the locker room and everyone's a fucking sweetheart. Of course. Of course you know, and then like you're there. We're like, we, we, I remember us taking like an Instagram video. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and it, it was, was in like, Atlanta, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Atlanta. And we were yeah. just having like so much fun. And then like I walked up to like, Hunter and he just gave me this huge hug and he was just like, I just thought you were gonna die. Woke up to Stephanie. Stephanie gives me a big hug, says the same thing. Then I get to Vince and then he like looks at me for a second and then he's just like, come here, and he gives me a big hug mm-hmm. and he was just like, I just thought you were gonna die. They all had like the same thing to say. And they were just happy that I was I was alive and they were just like, This is your home, you know, you grew up here, you know, we want you to stay here. Football fans, check out the Three and Out podcast with John Middlecoff only on the Volume Podcast Network. John brings his unique perspective as an ex-NFL scout to the volume to break down all the news around the NFL and college football. Whether you're looking for game predictions, coaching searches, the ins and outs of the NFL front office, even an occasional golf tip, John has you covered. Download Three and Out with John Middlecoff only on the Volume Podcast Network. Okay, so you you get back, you're you're back in the groove. Everyone obviously is welcoming you with open yeah. arms. Everyone's so happy to see you. Fans, even like even though those are shitheads that obviously still send photos and people that want to like laugh yeah. or whatever, fans were very happy to yeah. see you be back in the ring and like be back in like that WWE environment. I mean, I, I we don't really have time to get into like neck stuff. I think we talked about the neck. Your neck yeah, yeah, last yeah. time, right? What yeah. is your status now? Oh. How's the bod feeling? Because no, I feel like good. I see you teasing sometimes of like... No, because I feel fantastic. Yeah. No, I really do feel fantastic. I still have like that mental block. Like, oh my God, if I was getting a ring, what if, you know? Yeah. But uh, if I was to have to be in the ring, it would be for a really big moment to wrestle. Yes. Like I'll do like promos here and there for big companies. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like... To, like, actually wrestle, like, it would have to be, like, a really big moment. Mm-hmm. I would love to face Sasha again, for real. Yeah. Because, like, it, I mean, it ended, like, like the way Is she still did. a free agent, by the way? What's going on I there? Know. I feel like Hunter's going to get up. I like, think so, too. I feel like now Hunter's took over. Everyone's going to be like, I'm ready to yeah, come home. Just kidding. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see you. So, I mean, SummerSlam was fucking fantastic. It was great. Yeah. It was really, like, no one's really been... 100% happy with the pay-per-view before. Yeah. I mean, they were. Li- I guess they were a little disappointed with Liv's finish or something like that. But I'm like, who cares she retained? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, I'm just happy that they're giving her a run. And dude. against Ronda, too, where it's and like, Ronda, that's a, yeah. that, that I mean, you have like to, a big like, moment because you know it's yeah. like that Ronda push, Ronda, Ronda. It's cool to see you, Liv You have to have win that. like that with Ronda. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because they have to keep her strong and stuff yeah. like that. And then you have to like, you know... It's it's hard it's hard to just win clean against Ronda after sure. she's known as the oh baddest God. woman on the friggin' planet. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm 100%. just happy that 
they've given her a run because she deserves it, dude. She's worked really hard. So wrestling is obviously still a thing that is making your heart go pitter-patter to some degree. Always, dude. Yeah. You're always, a wrestler through and through. Always. I'm like Ric Flair. I'm going to have a ton of retirement <laughs> matches. <laughs> Hell yes. Ric Flair, I'm going to be your age and be like, my last one, guys, I promise. <laughs> I, th- I mean, people would just like, if, you know, given the circumstances and everything, like, it would just be such a cool moment. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it would be really special. We'll see, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, so what? what is, what is like, the next thing right now? I know we've got to, like, wrap up. You are a busy woman. You've got a million things to do, and I could honestly carry this interview on for, oh, forever Oh, get in line, right? So many things we've not even talked about. You were more important, though. This whole time, I'm just like, let me just work around Renee's podcast. Oh, I know. I was, like, at the WWE thing, and they're like, when's your podcast? We're, like, scheduling around you. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, sorry, hon. Like, you let me go. You so know what I mean? I'm the one that go away. Actually, yeah. I mean, yes, two things. One, let's just talk really quick about where you are now in terms of, like, mental health, being oh, in a healthy yeah. relationship. Oh, you're not You're, like, clean, I used to wear Ronnie all day. I'm so annoying like that. I just, like, I love my boyfriend. He's really good to be, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's good to have someone that is super supportive of everything I do, wants me to be better, like, got me to be, like, he got me to stop, like, smoking cigarettes when we first started dating. I was God, smoking cigarettes. I forgot cigarettes. you used to smoke. I know, it's fucking awful, dude. Yeah. Matt remembers, dude. Ugh, yeah. awful. And then I used to vape a lot, too. That was, like, my pacifier. I used to have it, like, under my pillow at night, and I'd wake up and be like, you know, put it back under there. It was so fucking gross, dude. I don't know how I did it. I look back, and I'm so fucking embarrassed, but... um I'm like plant based. I'm like meat. Who? You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. cheese. What's that? And I used to fucking love cheese. Too. Oh yeah. But I would be running to the bathroom like chronically. It was awful. Like it was just <laughs> so bad. I was like, why do I keep going to the bathroom so much? And like I don't know, bitch, because you're eating like a fucking like a pound of cheese. Um, but lay off the cheddar. <laughs> yeah, for real. So like he was like, we should stop being plant based. Like really take care of ourselves. And like he's always got this. Well, Lizzie knows too because Lizzie. Like, you know, it was our assistant for a really long time as well. And your friends with him. But, uh, like, she would constantly have to bring, like, veggies because he wanted to, like, try these new juices. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he would, like, buy this random fucking, like, Japanese oil that he said is good for blood pressure. Which oh. he was just like, maybe we should give this out as, like, a party gift. I'm like, I don't know if anyone wants Oh, I like, would love that, actually. You would love I'd be it. like, wait, what do we have? Yeah, yeah you that. would love it. But, they like, would. someone that isn't, like, a chef or something, they'd be like, all right. Cool. Yeah. You know, but, oh, also, since my surgeries, I have trouble swallowing food. Like, it's an issue. Like, really? I choke a lot. It's an issue. Like, every time I eat, especially if it's a little bit drier than usual, like, I go into fucking cardiac arrest. It's, it's, it's really bad. She is so super away from the dry chicken in a pool. Dude. She's going down, Dude. y'all. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I can't be near a pool either because he thinks I'm going to fucking... He thinks if I... Because I can't swim that well. If I fall in and drown, he's going to be framed for my murder. That's what he <laughs> thinks. Right? So, another thing... Oh, Zach was there for the... So, Ronnie... Sorry, Zach's my, my makeup guy, too. He's here. But uh, we have a whole crew, a whole entourage. a whole crew here, guys. Um, so... Ronnie had, like, this package coming to the house. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he was like, oh, you can open it. So I opened it. I'm like, what in the fuck? And it's, like, this big tube with, like, a face thing on it and, like, a pump. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Is this, like, a boob pump? Like, what Like, what do we need this for? Like, is it a dick pump? Like, you don't need that, you know? I was just like, I was like, what? And then he was just like, oh, it's a D-choker. I was like, a D-choker? So he was just like, yeah, I'm scared that if you're, like, chewing on food and, like, I'm not there or, like, I can't, you know, perform the Heimlich, like, I can just be like, like this and just suck it out your throat. Why don't all houses have one of those? Dude, but the funny thing is, is that I was choking one day 
and he couldn't find the D choker anywhere. Oh, great. And I was literally like fucking on my knees and Zach is just laughing, like looking behind candles. And I'm just like, oh, no, don't worry. I'm just fucking dying over here. <laughs> and Ronnie's just like, ah, ah, where's the D choker? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh my God. And then it like finally passes. I'm like, I'm good, but thank you for the help with the D choker, by the way. Like, I'm like, of course, the irony of it buys it, can't find it while I'm choking. Yeah. He's a hypochondriac though as well. Clearly. He's a he's a huge hypochondriac. So yeah. he worries about his health a lot, but he also worries about my health. Yeah. Um, okay, you have other things to do. That's it, yeah. Um again, I have a million other things that I could have asked you about because I feel like we still I know. raise the surface. This is why we need a show together, Renee. This is why we need a show together. We've Not just talking got- about me as much as I love to talk about me. <laughs> I'm just saying the fucking dynamics there. The Joan Jet to my blondie. Yeah. That's our deal. Yeah. Um, I'm just so happy to see where you're at, to see how far yeah, you've do. come and to like see those ups and those downs and like where you're at now. About to turn 30, <sighs> just around the corner. Everything just seems like it's falling it's, into it's place. It's falling into place yeah. the way that it's supposed to. And yeah. I'm just, I can't wait to see what like that next thing is going to be for you. Me too, man. I'm fucking scared. Dude, I'm aggressive with this microphone. I am so sorry. <laughs> you guys like, keep looking at me like, Stop She's knocking like, it over. You know, like, fuck. Well, I will, um, we'll talk anyways, because yeah. we are constantly on the text. Um, shit talking. Shit talking about everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy to yeah. see you too. looking Me too. great. Doing oh, your thing. This thing, being yeah. Being awesome. And like, I'm actually like pumped for you. To, you've been off TV from WWE for a long time, kind of hanging in that like purgatory, not sure what's happening, am I coming or going? And now you can just go do your shit. You can just like be free, go do your shit and like fucking crush it. Yeah, the freaking shackles are off, dude. Yeah. That's how it always is. Like as soon as, you know, you're free from WWE, you're like, oh my God, I have so I have so much room to move now. Totally. Yeah. But that's the intimidating part too. You're just like how deep is this water? Yeah, Yeah. like are people gonna like me? Like I like being a big fish in a small pond kind of thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I know. Yeah. (laughs) Do I have to do that again? I gotta like grab my fish status again. The fucking Zoom calls. There's so many of you. Have a filter on it yet? By the way, can we add a filter? Oh no, you can. You can do it. Just uh, download Snap filters. I will not let them see my true form on Zoom. Not yet. Not oh yet. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Give me that. I'm like. Oh. I need that. Okay. Yeah, so just download um, Snapcam is what it's called. Snapcam. Like, it's not, you don't have to, like, sign into your like, Snapchat or anything like that. It's literally just Snapcam, and it has all the filters and stuff. I use it for my Twitch and everything. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Guys, the more you know. Yeah, you the got it. The more you know. Well, thanks for coming out and being on my show and making it a priority while you're out here. You're I know, like, and we're sitting in a busy, baby. fucking Nashville, which is a sweat <laughs> fest, dude. We're dying of heat. There's dude, like I was wearing a leather jacket. dropping yeah. in on us. My daughter's like causing attic out, out there. She's window. having a little mosh pit upstairs. <laughs> thanks to Rhea for hanging out with me and making time during her like I don't even think 24 hours in Nashville. So I'm super pumped that we were able to make this happen and and get to have a little hang. Like I said, um, there needs to be many different parts to this. Um, I said part two at the beginning of the intro. um, And yeah, there there is another episode where her and I got to sit down together. But uh, it was actually very early on into us even starting this podcast. Um, So we'll be up there under page. Um, So go check that stuff out. Continue to uh, keep your eyes and your ears open for other episodes to drop from, I mean, just in general. Anyways, we're always dropping episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays, but content from uh, our trip to Nashville. This has been The Sessions, guys. Thanks for hanging out yet again. Bye.